Courtney, we have another guest in front of us. Awesome. Who's with us now? We have Jason Vest. He's a teacher from Virginia. Welcome, Jason. Welcome, Jason. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us about what, what you teach, what you do, why you're here at Inacall? Yeah, so um, I'm a middle school teacher. Um, the bomb. <laughs> special person. Uh, I was social studies for seven years. This year I'm in this uh, new tech ed space, mm -hmm. uh, which is another episode story for how I ended up there. But, uh, I'm here really because uh, I launched a pilot course last year where I taught eighth graders design thinking and entrepreneurship. Uh, and we got a lot of attention from that, so much so that I'm actually here today to receive the award for Teacher of the Year. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. That is amazing. It must feel really good. It's really great, and yeah. uh, I had some great students that made me look really good, so I wish they could actually be here yeah. to be a part of all this. It's really about them, isn't it? It, they, it definitely they, is. They make it all work. They yeah. make it all work. So sure. why don't you tell us a little bit about what that pilot looks like? Yeah, so we uh, partnered with uh, VCU, um, Virginia Commonwealth University, uh, their art program has a center for the creative economy where basically what they do is they kind of debunk the starving artist myth and they mm. have this venture creation certificate that we basically adapted um, for our students at the middle school level. So students were working on uh, things that college students were working on. We were working with um, college professors. We were working with people in the community. And basically they were thinking and acting uh, like entrepreneurs throughout the whole process. So did each learner have tackle their own design question or did you put one design question out to the whole group? Like how, did, how did that work? So in the beginning, we all had kind of a mutual project. Our first yeah. thing we did was something called Shindogu, which is a Japanese word for useless yet useful tool. Yeah. I always think about like the ass scene on TV type <laughs> stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So okay. they, uh, they went through design thinking cycle and uh, you know they interviewed each other prototype um, and then presented um, their tangible product cool. in front of college professors and yeah. a group of exchange students from China. So wow. that was kind of the, the whole group design question. Right. Uh, we evolved into more of an entrepreneurial side about halfway through the year and students were able to individually create their own business concepts and pursue those. Oh, fantastic. So what are some examples of some of the businesses or products that have come out of this? So I have uh, a girl um, that uh, two girls actually that started wanted to start a vintage, a vintage fashion line and so they had some sketches uh, we got some local news attention and the news anchor was like hey I love that dress I want you to bring that to life yeah. and so <laughs> she didn't actually bring that dress to life okay. but she went to a co-working art space when they heard about her story mm -hmm. taught herself how to sew and made her very that first dress is wow amazing then we had kids that are uh, really into video games, so they started getting into vector art and creating uh -huh. their own characters around that. Uh, he created uh, a couple Instagram business pages and was just promoting himself and his work. Um, right super cool. had, a, had a couple kids um, just kind of get so confident in their abilities that actually went and uh, tried out for a movie role in New York City. And so what an experience. All of these great experiences that happen when we just let kids have a space to be themselves. All right, so I got to ask you the big question yeah. that every educator listening right now is going to ask. Yeah. How did you manage all of this? What do you do as the teacher to keep track of all this yet still let them fly? 
Yeah, I mean, I think for me, and this, you know, I'm, I'm sure people have strong opinions about this, but I had no expectations. There were no outcomes that I wanted to measure. I just knew that kids needed a space to be creative and to solve things that matter to them. And so, you know, we were truly product oriented. Either they created something that they liked or they didn't and went back to the drawing board. Uh, it was super messy. Uh, <laughs> People would come by, and I even had a teacher shush my kids at one point. Like it's <laughs> yep. just something that you're That's not awesome. used to That's when you know seeing. you're winning. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, there were so many times where I would get up there and go back into my traditional teacher role, mm -hmm. and we got to a, a great place where kids would actually look at me and be like, Mr. Vest, we're good. Like, you just need to stop. Let us get to work. And I mean, that is the perfect comment you could get as a teacher. That is, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Mm. So how does how does this work in the larger context of your school? Are you the only one doing this? Uh, are there, are there have, have there been some offshoots since you started this? So as a district in Henrico, we are in the middle of a transformation. So we've created our new uh, profile of a graduate in response to what our state needs. We've uh, created our own deeper learning model and, and all of these great things at the county level. Um, at the school level, we've um, been really kind of a maker culture, focusing on, on a lot of our efforts there. What I did was an, an individual effort. Uh, I went to my principal and uh, said, hey, we have this advisory block, this study hall period, where the school has a plan, but can I do something different? Mm. And he was supportive and let me take a risk and try something. Uh, and so. It, it worked for me, and while there are no like specific offshoots of something like this, um, we definitely have some plans behind the scenes to see what we can do to push has, this model forward. Has your experience, so if I'm understanding correctly, you really ran this through that like advisory type period. So has your experience with that influenced the way you teach your other classes, or are you in a role where you don't actually teach classes anymore? Yeah, so I, I teach, now I teach uh, an elective course, okay. um, which you know traditionally this uh, woodshop class, yeah. um, that's not me. I, I don't know much about woodworking, and so uh, we bring a lot of these design elements, these entrepreneurial elements to the work that I'm doing so right. to, to answer your question I my focus right or wrong is the design thinking the entrepreneurship components yeah. and then we're sprinkling in the curriculum that we have awesome. to teach um, do all learners take that elective or is it so they they choose um, and this year will be interesting from a, a data standpoint because um, kids signed up for this course not knowing what they were going to get they uh -huh. thought they were going to get wood shop and make yeah. birdhouses and right. there's nothing wrong with that it's just not what uh, I think we need to do in the tech ed space yeah. in 2018 yep. so um, it, it's going well we'll see how it goes as the year progresses I think what you said a few minutes ago about asking you ask the principal try to do something a little bit different and allowing you to do that being successful is a great model for our kids yeah that all we have to just allow them to ask some questions because look what could possibly happen sure after so I think that's a great lesson uh, from from your just asking a question trying to make it a little bit better and I think our kids do that all the time and sometimes we kind of shut them down because it doesn't align with what we need to do as teachers, but we just need to allow that to happen. Yeah. So I thought that was a great model. Yeah. Absolutely. So every guest that comes on our show where we talk about the do-dos and don't-dos of personalized learning, we ask them to share some of their either their biggest do-do and don't-do or if they have a few. And I understand you came prepared 
with a few. So please share with us what your thoughts are. I did. I did. So uh, I have uh, I have four do do's and four don't do's. So uh, my first do do is that. Uh, you have to connect with your students on a human level before you do anything. Uh, there's no one way to do this, but they have to know that you care. Yeah. Uh, you got to get students out of your comfort zone immediately, and we did that with our public oh, speaking piece at yeah. BCU. Just right away, um, out, yep, of right away out of the gate. Right away, out of the gate. Tell them sense. what's coming, and yeah. like they just sweat, and then. But then they have the confidence to know yes. from that point on. Exactly. Love it. Um, get them out. Get them to think outside the box as much as possible. Um, so I mentioned Shindo Goo. We we talked about. Um, there's a project we did where we took a lost sock and brought value back to that lost sock. Uh, and then this kind of thing across the world um, where you bring teams together and decide on how to make toast and you draw out the steps in that. So just think things outside the box. Uh, and then the final do-do is uh, have students do self and group reflection both on the process and on the product. Yes. That Love was it. a critical component yes. of the success we had. Love it. Yes. Um, all right, the don't do's. Um, I mentioned this too. Don't worry about the messiness and the yeah. off-taskness. Um, kids are going to be playing in the hallway sometimes. Kids are going to be on their phone playing Fortnite. It's not that big of a deal. Um, you shouldn't worry about that. We do it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We do it too. Um, also, don't compare yourself to anyone else's classroom. I do what works for me and my students, and you should do the same. Awesome. Um, so here's another don't do that I just, it has to be mentioned. Don't worry about what haters say about what you're doing. Like, education needs to change, and you should be audacious enough to think that you can actually do it. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, and then finally, um, my personal favorite, don't claim to be an expert. Yeah. There's no way you can be when you're doing something new. <laughs> Love it. Those are awesome. Those are great. Those are awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. And Thanks congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Right on.